Hey everyone, how are you doing? How are you feeling? How's your week been? For me, I have had a pretty tiring time. It's been pretty tiring. I've had a lot of exams recently, but most of them are over. I've got a few more coming up, but other than that, I'm done, which I'm so glad for because I am exhausted. Oh, it has been exhausting. And last week I did part one of this kind of like how I manage exams, what gets me through them and everything. And I gave you a few um, tips of mine. And then on Instagram this week, I asked kind of what your ideas are, what your tips are, how you manage them, etc. Um, and so I thought I'd share them today as I shared mine last week. Now I'm going to share your guys's this week in hopes to help you, advise you, support you, etc. Because exams with chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, that's what I suffer with. It's exhausting and it's really hard and it's just absolutely exhausting. And so, you know, we need as much support as we can. And so, you know, I'm going to let you guys know these tips and tricks that other people use as support. And if you haven't heard last week's episode, go check it out because I also talk more about this. Anyway, I'm going to get right on with it. So if you don't know my name, then hi, I'm Millie. Here I post every Wednesday a brand new podcast episode. And I just chat about life with chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome, as that's the chronic illness I have. However, I cover a wide range of topics and subjects. So if you don't have chronic fatigue syndrome specifically, and maybe you have another chronic illness, I'm sure you can relate in some way. Or maybe you don't have a chronic illness at all, in which case this is the perfect podcast to learn all about it, learn life, and be just more aware in general, which would be really supportive for us who do suffer. Um, I do this podcast just to bring support to others who do, do suffer because when I first got ill I had never heard of chronic fatigue syndrome, I had never, I didn't know much about the chronic illness of, like community and everything and it was just a really lonely experience so I do this to bring awareness and support because it's really needed and I just try to be the person I needed when I was younger so that's what I try to do, I hope you guys will enjoy um, if you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is by the way chronic fatigue syndrome is a chronic illness which results in extreme long lasting fatigue and tiredness along with many many other symptoms such as brain fog, light and sound sensitivity, muscle and joint pain, t- like um, dizziness, nausea, headaches, sore throats, all sorts of other things as well that I can't even name off the top of my head. There's so many and they range from person to person. You know, some people will be severe and bedbound and housebound. Some people can manage school and work and some people are kind of in the middle and it is a really big illness and not enough people talk about it. So that's kind of what I try to do here. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. <laughs> Okay, right, I'm going to jump right in with it and go in for the first ones on Instagram that I got. So the first one is not cramming working even on good days. Try I try and, you know, spread it out and stick to my solid revision schedule, which is super, super important. Honestly, I, I, I fall victim to this all the time. You know, I'll have one really good chronic illness day and I'll be like, oh my God, I can just fit tons and tons of, you know, revision in and use all my energy, you know, I've got all this energy which I don't normally have, which means I have to use it because otherwise it's such a waste and, you know, you'll overdo it and do too much and then you'll crash afterwards, which is just, it's not right because then you have an exam coming up and then you're crashing for that because you did so much revision, which is not a healthy, you know, way to manage it. So, you know, you've got to space it out and remember the long plan scheme and be like, yeah, okay, we're going to do this much today and this much tomorrow and rest this much and make sure you manage it because otherwise... You, you will just crash and burn won't you and it won't be worth it really so I completely agree with this not cramming all at once and just you know spreading it out doing you know maybe half an hour a day maybe you know however much you can manage like without crashing just try and manage that and balance it out and keep it even and everything and not 
not go crazy when you have a good day. I did that yesterday. I literally, I had a really good day and I didn't go into school that day because I didn't have any lessons. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to work from home and I got a ton of work done, which I hadn't been able to do last week because I've been really struggling. And yesterday I was like, finally, a good day. I can do tons of work. And I did loads. And today I wasn't feeling great. I did go into school and I did manage. However, it was rough. I felt rough yesterday. No, sorry, today. Wrong days. But yeah, it was, it's never a good idea to just do too much on a good day because you know it will just make you feel worse on other days. If like, it's revision-wise and school-wise, don't overdo it. You know, don't overdo it because you'll, you'll regret it if you feel like school-wise. Okay. The next one is access arrangements, you know, you can get rest breaks, smaller rooms, typing it, um, what else I said, extra time, that, that sort of thing, you know, and they, they are honestly so helpful, and I got so many, um, examples of this as well, of people just saying, you know, access arrangements are so important, and you know, they're so helpful, and I'll probably mention them more throughout this, but they are really helpful, and you should take advantage of them if you're able to have them, because they're nothing to be embarrassed about, or like ashamed about, because they are so helpful, and if it's something that's going to help you with your exam and everything, take it. Don't worry about anyone, anything anyone else would say, and trust me, most people want them, because they are really helpful. So for me personally, I have rest breaks, and I'm in a smaller room for exams, which is super helpful for me, because, you know, it, it, just in general, it's less stressful, and it, you know, it means I can manage better, and there's just less going on, and, you know, the less sensory overload, and just quieter, and rest breaks are really helpful as well, so I get a five-minute break, I can just close my paper, take a break breathe, rest, and then go back to it, which is super helpful. So I definitely recommend taking advantage of these, you know, getting them, getting access to them because they are just super, super helpful. Okay, the next one is, get, so someone said getting permission for an ex, like one exam a day. I've not done this. I didn't know this was a thing, but I'm definitely going to look into it because apparently you're able to get it for GCSE and A-level. So if you're not from the UK, I don't know how it works and everything, but um, apparently in the UK you can get GCSE and A-level, which is really cool. So you just have one exam a day rather than multiple, which can often happen with the um, exam timetables, just how it works out, which would be actually really, really helpful. Um, I'm definitely going to mention that to my doctor because that sounds really good. But, um, you know, it'll just give you more time to relax and space it, like, space them out and just, you know, more management, won't it? Because it won't be all at once and then you won't crash and everything and then you won't be able to do it more later. So it just gives you more rest time in general, doesn't it? I'm definitely going to look into that one because that sounds really, really helpful. <laughs> but yeah, that sounds like a really good one. Okay, just quick catch up in case anyone's writing them down or mental notes or anything. So we've done not cramming and not overloading yourself on good days. We've done access arrangements, which are super, super helpful. And we've done getting permission for one exam a day, which, again, that's good advice. Um, so here I've got another one, which is try and do as much revision as you can before exams start. So before the exam season starts, before your exam week or whatever, just try and slowly build in as much revision as possible. So then you're not having to stress to it in that revision week, which I completely agree with. Um, because that revision, honestly, for me, when it gets to exam times, I try and do as little revision as possible, which probably isn't the right idea because most people like cram like the night before or something. But for me with a chronic illness, it's not worth the risk of cramming tons of ex like exam knowledge in the night before and then probably crashing before the exam even starts. 
So I, like like um, this person said, I try and just do as much revision before exams happen. So then I have as much knowledge as I can. Lightly go over it during exam week. But, you know, don't push it. Don't do too much because otherwise you won't even make it to the exam. And I always find that it's more important that you make it to the exam than do tons of revision. Because otherwise you'll do tons of revision and not even get to do the exam or not sit the exam at as high as like health standards as you could do because you're crashing or whatever or you've just done too much so I completely agree with this completely agree I think that's a really good one um the next person said they tell everyone not to bother them during like days they have exams and not to like have conversations unless they start it which I think that's quite clever it's quite like it's a good way to you know make sure you're getting rest make making sure you're putting your health first and everything I think that's really good I do I I don't do that exactly, but I often just kind of focus on the exams, put those first, you know, switch off my phone and everything. So that's a, that's a good one. Just, you know, make sure people know what's going on. Make sure people know you're in exam time and you've just got to rest and put your exam first, which is fair enough. Um, oh yeah, so this next one, I do this too. And only go in for exams and not the lessons. So if I have an exam, I'll go straight home after. Or if I have an exam at the end of the day, I'll only go in for that. I completely agree. I find that is really, really helpful because it means all my energy during exam week is going only towards exams, which is so important and it's so necessary because the exams at that point are what's most important. In class, you'll either be doing work, which you can catch up with at a later point, or revision anyway. And I think at that point, you know, you've got to focus on the exam and focus on having enough energy to do it and managing it. So I completely agree. Only go in for exams. That's what I do. Um, I don't think I've specifically got permission for this. I just kind of don't go in. And it's for my chronic fatigue. You know, it's worth it and I'm allowed to, I, I believe. I don't really know. But, you know, it's an illness, isn't it? So I do it. <laughs> um, school don't come for me. Don't, don't, don't be mean. But yeah, I only go in for my exams and I've never had a problem with it and I think it's so so important I think my doctor would agree as well you know it's that is your priority at that point isn't it as well as your health of course um the next person said make sure they know where to like where to go ahead of time and know what's exactly happening in the exam which I completely agree with for me the unknown always just like sends me through a mind loop and I'm constantly thinking about it so it's just better I know exactly what's going on I know what room I'm going to and everything like that or if you're in an exam hall where you're sitting that sort of thing really really helpful um it's a lot less stressful then you don't have to worry you can just turn up and go for it I completely agree and then you don't have to you know worry anything beforehand you've got it you know where you're going um so this person's saying about some more um of the um access arrangements as this person says rest breaks extra time oh this person says they can start the exam later in the day that's good that's quite clever um actually i completely agree with that because i've got an exam first thing in tomorrow morning it probably starts about 9 30 i'm gonna be oh 9 30 is just such an early time to start an exam it's just gonna be a lot isn't it so yeah that's quite clever starting the exam later because I went, to, I went to class this morning and I was so out of it. I was so dizzy, so tired. My light, my my eyes were killing me from lights. And my teacher just randomly started, like, he just kept clapping in class and just really addressing the class loudly. And I was sat there just like, please, please stop. My light and sound sensitivity is, is really strong right now. Please don't do this. Um, so, yeah, that actually sounds like such a good idea, starting it later in the day. And they also said a location with natural lighting, which is, again, I love that. 
Um, so another one I had was sunglasses and like just low things that help light sensitivity, which I completely agree with. Honestly, I think I've I've posted a picture on Instagram of this and probably on TikTok, and I think I mentioned it in the last episode. But it's just because it is such a good example. But I literally wore sunglasses in my criminology assessment. No care in the world. I wore them because they were helping me. They supported me. They got me through the assessment. And you know what? It's okay. I used them. I needed them. And if anyone has a problem with it, like, honestly, they, they can just go away. It's not needed. If it's helping you, it's not causing a problem. And, you know, if anyone does have a problem with it, get a note from your doctor or something. That probably wouldn't help in the moment. But future-wise, you know, you can probably speak to your doctor and they can probably just send an email over saying hey you're allowed sunglasses you're allowed to wear sunglasses I don't know something like that and it's as simple as that um another person said you know having baths with bath salts in that sort of thing just to relax and lots of sleep as well just rest 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 don't worry too much just try and rest (laughs) someone said crying that's how they manage exams fair enough I probably spent most of my week crying just from how tired I was But yeah, generally, just exams, just try and revision as light as possible during exam week. Just try and manage the exams. Put your health and the exams first before lessons or anything else. Just manage what you can in that moment and use use the access arrangements that you have. And if you don't have any, speak to your doctor about it. But, you know, they are so helpful and so important and you should never be embarrassed to not use them or anything like that or not want them because they are so helpful. And if you're eligible to have them you should definitely use them because honestly why not you don't have to use them there's no one saying you know you have to um, use rest breaks or you have to use extra time no you don't have to it's only there to help you and support you yeah so it's just better to have them you know but um they are they are really good and i completely recommend them okay guys that's gonna be today's episode i hope you did enjoy it may be a bit shorter than normal but you know, they're the answers I got. So we went through them. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that was helpful. I hope maybe it gave you some more ideas of what um, support you can use and everything like that. Because exams, like I said, are really hard with chronic illness. They're just, it's just because the education system is not made for us. It's not designed for us. And we're not going to go on to this rant because I will talk forever about this. But it's just not made for us, and which is really sad. Um, that it's not being changed or updated or anything but it's just not made for us and so you know we have to find ways to manage it ways around the way it's designed which is hard but um you know hopefully there are ways hopefully these will help hopefully this will bring you a bit more support anyway i hope you guys enjoyed i'm back here every wednesday with a brand new podcast episode and question of the day is what what's your favorite thing to do do you have a hobby? Do you have a sport you use? Maybe maybe your sport you can't do anymore. Maybe you can do it. I don't know. I can't do my sport anymore, which is sad. Um, but yeah, do you have a hobby or anything you enjoy? What's your favourite thing to do? Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you're having a good day. Hope you're having a good week. If not, I hope it gets better soon, which is the most horrible thing to say. But I hope your crash, bad spike, whatever it is, ends soon. Bad dip, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you guys. Uh, see you guys. I'll talk to you guys next week on the Tired Society. Bye everyone.